welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast. I have got a treat for you today, but first I'm your host, Lindy, and I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening and joining in. Um, I've got a special friend on the podcast today, Rosalind, and you are going to love hearing from her so much. I think you're going to connect to her and you're going to relate to her on so many different levels. So grab you something hot to drink, get settled in, and enjoy today's episode. So I've not actually had somebody on this show to be interviewed in a really long time, but I knew that she was a perfect person to have on because she is a mama. Uh, She's got two little ones and I love following her on social media. I'll tell you guys how to find her um, towards the end here. And it'll also be in the show notes, but a lot of the things that she talks about coincide so much with the things we talk about on this podcast and just cultivating more joy and peace in our everyday lives. And so I knew she was the perfect one. So welcome on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited and just honored to be here. I truly love your podcast and I just love the heart posture um, and the content that you share. It's just very life-giving. So thank you um, for your contribution and letting me be a part of it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So we originally met in Nebraska, Mm -hmm. kind of like middle of nowhere, um, at a coffee shop for business training. And we just kind of like hit it off from there. So she had her baby with her and guys, she's so sweet. And I was just like, how about I just hold her for a little bit so you can take notes. Yeah. <laughs> she, let, she let me the complete stranger love on her, but now we just kind of like hit it off and it's been super fun to connect. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, where you live, your family, all the things. Yeah. So first off, my name's Rosalind. Um, most important fact about me, I'm a Christ follower, believer. Um, it's just a huge part of my life and, um, my faith is just everything. Um, but I am married to my best friend. We're coming up on 10 years, which is so exciting and kind of wild just to be like, wow, just hitting that milestone. I don't feel old enough for it. Um, uh, Lindy said I have two littles. They're two and a half and seven months. And yeah, I'm just a lover of sunshine. I like to joke that I'm solar powered because I can definitely feel, um, when, you know, just feel mood shift when there's no sunshine. Um, and I just love coffee dates, heart chat, like these kind of things are just my favorite. So yeah. Hey, okay. So I want to ask you this first off because I think that a lot of us feel very alone in life, but like, especially in motherhood and especially as like, you know, like we're both kind of like relatively new moms, right? Like we haven't done this forever and ever. And it can feel so isolating. Mm-hmm. Like I remember thinking so many times, like, what is wrong with me? Why can I not get this together? Everybody else seems to like be able to do all the things and have it figured out. What am I missing? And so like, what has been the hardest part of motherhood for you? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I think for me, the hardest part of motherhood, definitely, I think just giving myself grace for the transition and the changes. I know my husband and I can catch ourselves comparing to life before motherhood versus life after, um, and whether that be rhythms or things we used to do. And so it's been, it's a big mindset thing, um, of just, not falling trapped to 
what things used to be like. I mean, you know, you like think you can look back and think it was better. Um, and then also just being lonely and not having community or what I perceived and not having community. Like we're all like, oh, everyone has it better. But really, we're all at home alone. You know, social media is a gift, but it's also can be a trap of just like false community. Um, so I think it's important to like for me, what's been the most life-giving in motherhood is just finding other moms, connecting with other moms, having real relationships. And like, we kind of connected over, like we met in person, but I've connected a lot over social media, which is amazing. And I think that's super great, but also um, just having like real life people in your, you know, just in your corner, in your life. Um, so I don't know if that really answered the question, but. Yeah, yeah I think that like you finally get to a point where you realize you're like, hang on, like we're all more alike than we are different. Mm -hmm. Like even if like, it doesn't matter if we, you know, work outside the home, stay home full time, homeschool our kids, have older kids, younger, like we're all more alike than we are different. And chances are, if we felt a certain way in a certain season, like other moms have too, there's actually mm -hmm. nothing wrong with us and nothing has gone wrong. Yeah. I think it's, it's easy to get in our heads and think, oh, this or that, but then you talk to other moms and even if they haven't experienced the exact same thing, there's just this like empathy. I mean, I know, I think it's just you, there's just this understanding when you become a mom. <laughs> like the things I said to my mom friends before I was a mom, I'm like, I can't, I can't believe I said <laughs> that out loud, but I didn't know. And now I'm a mom, I'm like, oh, like I get it. Like I remember saying to my friend one time, like you're a stay at home mom, like you have all this time. Like, what do you do? And she's like, what? I'm so busy and I, I just didn't get it until I was home and I was like oh no you're so busy like I feel like way busier than I was um when I was outside the home or it's just it's just a different it's a different kind of busy it is and I feel like that <clears throat> you know like before kids you can kind of, like you can focus like you focus on yourself so much right mm-hmm and so that was like a big, almost like slap in the face for me as I was like, whoa, actually I do not matter. Like, not that I don't matter, but it was just like this shift of almost like this dying of self and like this, you know, like new kind of like beautiful thing being born that yeah, like may, I don't, like, I feel like it's just like, just slowly like molds you and shapes you into like more of like, you know who God's called you to be, but then also to like, look more like him too. Cause yeah. like, I mean, like Oak brings out like my weaknesses, like nothing else ever has in my entire life. Yes. You know? And I'm like, Whoa, wow. Yeah. I did not realize that I was so like X, Y, Z. And you're like, Whoa, this actually has way more to do about me than it does him right now. You know? Like, yeah. And oh. that was super eye opening to me. Yeah, motherhood is definitely very refining, and I feel like yes. I've understood more biblical principles since becoming a mom, because um, things just make sense of, like, what does it truly mean to die to self? What does it mean to be selfish? What does it, or selfless, to, like, forgive, to, um, to so, so many things, but it's, you know, it's just one of those things that I think being a mom is one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it's also one of the most life-giving. And in this season, I've, I really feel like the Lord's been just like putting on my heart that like hard and good are not opposites, that they can coincide mm. together and be good together. So it's like an easy example is like working out, you know, a good workout, like 
at times it'll get hard and it might even like hurt a little, but you know the end result is good. And you know afterward, you're like, I'm glad I did that. There's a sense of accomplishment and it builds on each other and, or like builds, you know, the more you do it, the more like the end result will be hopefully what you want or something good. And so motherhood's just been like that. Like the more I'm in it, the more I'm like, this is hard, but this is good because I am changing and becoming more like Christ in a way that I want to be, you know, like just dying to self more and um, just loving my kids in this journey. Man, that's so good. I'm going to like have to, when I re-listen to the podcast, pause and rewind to that about the hard and the good. Like that is like, I don't want to interrupt you, but like mic drop, like that was really good. Um, so good. And just so true too. So like what, give us an example of like what that looks like for you in kind of like your day to day, like maybe something that's like happened recently or yeah, I mean, yesterday, I feel like was a perfect example. So we are in a season um, of not a lot of physical rest. My daughter is teething, and she's just kind of always had her days and nights mixed up. Um, so yesterday, she was literally wide awake from 2.30 to 4.30, just wide awake. And I um, stayed up late reading a book, and so I was just really tired and really grumpy and had a really bad attitude. And yesterday I woke up and I was like, okay, I have a choice. Like I can choose to be like, this is hard. This sucks. My kids like are making my life so miserable. I just want to sleep or, you know, like I can just dwell in the negative. And I did for a little while. And then I was like, this isn't serving me. Like this isn't helping anyone. I'm just getting mad at my kids for like my daughter didn't choose to wake up at two 30 and be awake. Like, like she's seven months old. Like, I don't know what it is. I think just teething. Um, and so I was like, okay, I have a choice and I don't always choose correctly. Like yesterday I was like, okay, I'm going to choose to have a great day and try to be really productive. And that ended up not working out well. Cause it just, then I was getting mad at my kids for not letting me be productive. And, you know, so it's just, it was realizing like, Hey, we just need a breather. So then I was like, you know what? It's raining, but we're going to go play outside in the rain because, I'm just getting frustrated. My son's frustrated. My daughter's frustrated. We just need to step out and get outside because there's just something transformative for me when we're out in nature. We're surrounded by God's creation. Um, that just shifted everything, and it did. So we went outside. We played. My son got soaking wet, but he had the time of his life just running through puddles. Um, and I just found a lot of joy in that too. And so that kind of like switched the day where then the rest of the day I was like okay if we get stuff done cool but if not all we do is play in the rain like what a gift to just play in the rain and just enjoy like today for what it has and so again I mentioned I'm solar powered like love sunshine but I'm learning to appreciate like there's even gifts in these things like the rain that you can just play in and that you know a cloudy day doesn't mean a bad day you know it's it's just what you make it so that's been a big a big thing yeah okay I'm gonna switch gears on you here a little bit okay <clears throat> okay so I've been talking about rest a whole lot yeah because it's something I've had to majorly learn and I'm still learning I'm kind of actually becoming a little obsessed with it because I'm like oh my gosh there's so much to learn about rest <clears throat> it's like so not what I thought it was um and so what does that 
look like for you and does it come easy to you? Easy, no. So my favorite scripture, which is also one of the hardest scriptures for me is Psalm 4610 and it's be still and know that I am God. And really it's the be still part. I am a like on Enneagram 7. I love to do things. I thrive on like full schedule, like max capacity. I just feel like I'm really great, like under pressure. And that's something, um, and my husband's like the opposite. He loves like nothing on the calendar. Very, very chill. You know, vacations are very interesting, um, for us. We've had to find a balance, but, um, it just doesn't come easy for me to literally just sit. I mean, as I'm talking to Lindy, I'm like talking with my hands and I'm moving and I'm, I'm, I'm not good at just being still at all. And so I've really had to like pray and wrestle with it. And so, yeah, not naturally good at it, but I think it's just so important, um, to pursue just that slowing down. And so in different seasons, it looks differently. Um, but for me, I think a lot of rest is just creating margin in my life to be able to slow down. Um, like I think of the example of like Mary and Martha in the Bible, like, um, it's, if you don't know it, it's basically a situation where Jesus is at their house and Mary is sitting at Jesus feet, just listening to him and soaking it up. Whereas Martha is like cooking and cleaning and doing all of the things. And at one point she basically says like, Jesus, like tell Mary to like pull her weight, like, come on, like stop sitting. And Jesus is like, no, Mary chose the better thing. And so I think of that of times when I'm like, you know, my to-do list is never going to end. There's always going to be things on my list. So just creating that margin in my day of just like, okay, what can I do that even if for five minutes, it's life-giving, um, even if it's just like a pause or in breathing, putting on some oils or in the morning, like putting on worship music while we make breakfast. So just, it, I feel like it, in this season of motherhood, it's not these like big, long, drawn out, like quiet times that are truly quiet because that's just not realistic in our season, but it's more a lot of little moments and like intentionally cultivating um, these like joyful things and, and acknowledging them as, as joyful things of like, hey, you know, instead of getting, you know, my toddler being upset because he's hungry, being like, hey, let's make scrambled eggs together. And then it becomes a sweet moment that's like, can be restful instead of stressful, if that makes sense. So, yeah. You feel like giving yourself that margin for rest has allowed you to really like enjoy and appreciate the journey more and like see those little miracles and those little moments in your everyday. Yes. I think it's easy for me to just go and kind of snowball and not even have time to like think or process. Whereas when I create moments of margin and so just creating like not filling our calendar and just creating space for things to happen, you do, you, you have the time and the space. And I feel like just the capacity to appreciate little moments, like getting to make eggs together, dancing in the rain or little stuff where, yeah, there's, there's just something about when you slow down, I feel like you just truly appreciate and prioritize the things that actually matter instead of just like, do, 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 do. And then you're like, just stressed because you got stuff done, but not everything done because there's still just more, there's always more to do. Yeah. I talk to mamas all the time who really deal with like overwhelm, anxiety, things like that. And, um, 
I heard on a Shiri's Truth podcast it's probably a month ago, but they had a lady on there that is a psychologist and she was saying how like anytime you feel anxious, it's because you're either going ahead to the future or you're in the past. Like you're not actually being in the present. Yeah. And I think that that rest like forces us to actually sit in the present. Mm. You know, even if it's just like standing outside in the grass for, mm-hmm. you know, 30 seconds even, but like it just forces, like it brings us back to like where our feet are at and like what's right there in front mm-hmm. of us to where like, if we don't take time to do that, we totally miss it. Yeah. Like, we can't see like all the, just like the incredible everyday things. And once you start doing that, like your life looks totally different. And the cool thing is like your circumstances literally have not changed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the toddler's still upset. They don't have like their food quick enough, or you sit down to eat your breakfast and then they need like five things. And you're like, I just want to eat my breakfast. Like I just, you know, <laughs> mom just sat down. You're like, those things still happen. Yeah. But, but you just see things through like a different light. And I think that I know, like for me, like that's when I truly started to feel like peace and joy in motherhood was when I like finally got and like understood that piece of it. Almost like I'm also, this is total side note, but I'm reading this book when striving cease mm-hmm. by, I think it's Ruth Chow Simmons. It is so good, but it's like when we can like stop the striving and just like be then it's like, oh my gosh, like, how do I even have this life? Like, how do I even like that? I get to do these things. And like, I have these amazing kids and that we get to, you know, clean up marker everywhere. You know, there's the fact that there's marker on my table. You're like, what a gift it is that there's marker all over my table. Yeah. You know, like I prayed so long for these kids or like what, it's just like, it just helps us see things totally differently. Yeah. And I love what you said that I get to like, that's something I've been saying out loud is instead of like, I have to, Mm -hmm. I say, I get to like a practical example is we haven't had a washer. Like our washer has been broken for a couple weeks. And so yesterday I did a ton of laundry and I was so grateful because like we were out of important necessary things that you need to wash. And I was like, I get to do laundry. Like I finally get to do laundry and I was excited. And let me just preface and say laundry is my least favorite chore. So like for me to be able to be excited about laundry and yeah, I think just that like small change of even if you're like anything you're frustrated with, like just shifting the language and just saying like, I get to clean up marker. And then, cause then it makes you think like, that means I have a kid who loves to create, who loves to draw, who is using this like gift God has given them to express. It's a connecting moment. Like my son this morning was saying he was drawing smiley faces and I didn't see it, but I was like, you're so excited about it. So I want to be excited with you and celebrate that. Like you figured out how to draw your version of a smiley face. Yeah. You're like, that's amazing. Great job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the, the question of the podcast is what is your laundry, (laughs) right? (laughs) What is your laundry? What is that thing that you're like, Oh my gosh, like I have to X, Y, Z that you can switch it to. I get to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to round us out here. Tell me three things that you are loving right now. Um, three things I'm loving. So loving, we started beginning of this year, something called the thousand hours outside challenge, which is just trying to spend a thousand hours outside 
in a year. And it has been amazing because it's just getting us outside more. Cause uh, I can be like, Oh, it's too cold. And I live in the South and cold to me is like 50 degrees. So, um, I'd be like, I'm not going outside, but it's forced us. And already this year we've been outside 150 hours, which I can tell you, we for sure would not have been anywhere close to that. Um, so that's been really great. I have been reading more physical books, which is something I love. And I just think there's, again, something just so powerful about like reading a physical book. Cause again, it like forces you just to slow down and be in that moment. Like you can't read a book and do anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, at least not, well, I've tried. Um, and then I have been, what really kind of books do you like to read? Oh, uh, I love historical fiction, specifically okay. World, World War II. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so you'll have to send me some of your favorite titles. What are you reading right now? Um, my friend just gave me a book called The Nightingale, which I have. By Kristen Hanna? Yes. Okay, I have not read that one yet, but it's on my to-read list. It, I started reading it uh, like 36 hours ago, and I'm almost done. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like, it's so good. I just, and it was like, it. The first few pages were a little slow, and then I was, like, hooked from page, like, 30 on. Like, the whole time, I'm, like, <gasps> just so, so good. Um, so, I really enjoyed it so far. And then, yeah, last thing is baking sourdough bread. Because, um, again, there's just, uh, I, you can't do other things. Like, it's, it's very, these intentional pockets of time where you have to just like focus on the bread and love it. And it's, it's just this like slow process, which I really appreciate. Um, I feel like the Lord's just always teaching me lessons through like, common things. And sourdough bread is one, is one of them. And we also just enjoy eating it. So, yeah. Yeah. I love seeing everybody making the sourdough bread. I'm like, I've gotten so close to, you know, like getting a starter and like, you know, like making it and all of that. And then I'm like, okay, Lenny, but do you really need to eat all that bread? But I will probably end up doing it because it's just like, you see like the loaves, right? And they're like, I mean, I know that my first one would probably not turn out quite like that, but in my head, I'm like, they just look like so pretty. And I'm like, to be able to just like give somebody the bread or like, you mm -hmm. know, just make it for your family. And, and it would yeah. be like so relaxing and restful and all of yeah. those things. I love how like all those, like your favorite things that you mentioned are actually like a form of rest. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, those are some of the pockets of time that you have like intentionally set aside mm -hmm. in your life. And I think the thing is, is like, we all have the time. It's just deciding like what is actually important to us, what yeah. are the priorities for us. And you know, if we make it a priority, we do have the time. Mm -hmm. Good. And so I, love, I love those examples. Um, and they're things that you can do like for your family and with your family. And, you know, the reading, that's just, I mean, that's just restful for like a mama heart. I think I love to read too, because it just is, you can kind of just like breathe, unwind, you know, and I think it helps me sleep better too. Yeah. Well, I think it's a way to, to slow down and fill up your cup intentionally. Yeah. Um, cause I always walk away from reading or being outside or cooking really like fulfilled versus there's other things that I do like scrolling that I don't mm -hmm. walk away with the same fulfilled feeling. So I like to make sure 
my days at least have something that I'm like, okay, this is an intentional life-giving moment. Um, even if it, you know, involves other lots of loud noises and playing and fun and, you know, learning to read and like, okay, I read a paragraph, do something, read a paragraph. But yeah. I also think of, you know, my kids are watching me um, pursue rest for things that I love and things that fill up my cup. So it, they're seeing a good example of it. Um, and then, you know, a lot of times, like when I'm reading, my son likes to bring his book and read next to me. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is a dream come true, you know? So, um, it's just, it's good all around. It's good to prioritize the things. And, and the more I prioritize it, the more I realize, um, just how important it is to just fill your life with just truly life-giving things. Cause it just, it's just, it's just good all around. Agree. Agree. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Tell everybody where they can find you at. Yeah. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, I'm Rosalind Love on all platforms anywhere, but my main space is Instagram. Okay. I'll put her handle down in the show notes and you guys go follow her. We would love to hear the things that you love most from this episode. Take a screenshot, um, copy the link, send it to a friend, share the love. All right. Bye guys. Thank you.